Welcome back to Ranking Things. This was such a fun episode, and I know I say that every time, but really, I really enjoyed this one uh, with Helen. Uh, I, I always tell people when they when they come to me and say, "Hey, you know, let's rank something," I say, "Okay, like I want to avoid food, uh, TV, and movies and music, you know, as as best as we can, because those things are so naturally listable." Now I say that, but. My next episode is going to be about music, and I'm really excited about that list. I mean, there's, it's still interesting, but I really enjoy the ones when we rank something um, that's not normally ranked. So Helen has come on, and we rank uh, introductory questions. Helen and I are both uh, very social, very extroverted people. We talk about that with each other as kind of being a common bond. And I think this episode ends up being really interesting because we're like... I am genuinely interested in what are the top five questions that Helen Roberts asks people that she's meeting for the first time. Um, (laughs) And I guess I'm not genuinely interested in other people's lists and other episodes, I guess is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, this is a, this is a good episode. I think these are, this is a interesting and fun conversation. I'm really thankful uh, that Helen and I took the, took the time to, uh, to rank this. So uh, let me know if you want to rank something, uh, I, I do want to hear your ideas. If you think we, uh, you know, we're a fit on music, food, and and uh, and TV, but uh, but also just anything. I, I love, uh, obviously, love to rank things. Um, that's why I started a podcast that is completely useless and means nothing. So, uh, w- thanks for listening. And here is Helen Roberts' uh, introductory questions. Welcome back to Ranking Things. This is Levi. I'm so excited to have Helen Roberts with me. Hi, Helen. How are you doing? Hi, Levi. I'm doing very well, thank you. Now, we are good friends. I think uh, like a, a quickly growing friendship because we've been uh, working together uh, over the last couple of years on podcasts and stuff. So we are co-hosts of A Little Faith, which is a podcast and um, that we do for WCF. And so basically, like, you know, we volunteer together most days a week. So yeah, that's true. Con- constant texting conversation about a pseudo job. That's yeah. our relationship. What, what, what else do you think about our relationship? Introduce yourself. So I basically. think we, <laughs> well, I'm from England originally. I've right. been in New Jersey for three years now. Mm-hmm. And of course, Jess is from New Jersey. And that's how we met. We met in New Jersey. We've got lots of mutual friends kind of New Jersey connections and I I don't kind of I met you briefly I think at Randolph a Randolph gathering or something like that but my first real memory of you is when we had Shane and Rachel Farron to stay over the holiday season right and I think you had come up for a wedding I think you, yep. were, offici- you were officiating a wedding yes I was officiating a wedding that is uh end of year 17 turning yep. into 18 um, yeah. So Jess was pregnant um, with Pippa, and we had we were living downtown, and we flew out to New Jersey, officiated the wedding. I, I was I went from the rehearsal dinner to your house for the for the party to, with with Rachel and Shane, which was a treat. Yeah. And that was really when now I knew Johnny, your husband, only a little bit more just because we'd spent a week at at uh, Manitoulin together. But um, yeah, so we met there. 
Yeah, that was Even my else. first memory of you. And then like you bringing your own beer. Brought my own beer. I'm very amusing. Yep, told you to and open it. I wanted to drink that beer, the beer that I brought for myself. Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember like chat sitting on the couch with Jess and like we just had a lot of baby talk because obviously yep. she was pregnant with Piffa. That's correct. Yeah. You and your how old were your kids? What how old would ben, Henry and Bella have been at that time? Uh, Bella would have been about one and a half, right. maybe going um and nearly Henry... two. Um, yeah, she would have been five or something. Henry, four, four, four going on five. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's when we met, and then from there, our friendship has grown, and now we work together on these podcasts and stuff. Um, but we found a, a big commonality, which is what we're ranking today, is basically, <laughs> basically how to work a room. So we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna be ranking, getting to know you questions. So our top five favorite getting to know you questions because we both love to meet new people we are extroverts to the max yeah and i think we both like parties and i mean like there's not many parties going on at the moment Correct. Obvious, for obvious reasons but we're both struggling we like gatherings we like parties we like occasions and we like right. even creating reasons to have them yep so um yeah i mean i think yeah we're both definitely struggling with the the way things have been recently and um and yeah i i I think we both are like um uh what am i trying to say like like real real short rate psychologists like really just figure we can figure people out you know as quick as possible yeah um pretty judgmental yeah (laughs) (laughs) we definitely we definitely (laughs) We definitely spent like 10 minutes on this phone call before we even recorded just like sharing gossip, you know, that we knew about, yeah. you know, so that's, that's, it's all that's about how, the people. that is how we talk, you know, it's out of love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to, I, 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 this was your idea, I think, I think it was yeah. your idea to do top five getting to know you questions. So these are questions that we use with, with new people, like we don't know, or we want to know um in a in like a first meeting them situation yeah right definitely okay, um, ha- i feel like um yeah i mean i feel like i do i love meeting new people but also i feel like i like the challenge of people if even if they're a bit tricky you know okay. like some people can be labeled boring and my i'd like to kind of go into conversation that no one is boring Right. And that there must be something interesting to like eke out of them. Okay. Somehow when you meet them. Yeah. So you, you, you kind of treat everyone like a challenge, right? Yeah. Like there's a, there's a way to understand, unlock and understand this person. Totally. So we're going to do top five getting to know you questions. Yeah. Um, so these are like the, your favorite questions to ask to really get to know somebody uh, five to one. What, what, uh, did you have any struggles figuring out this list or what, 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 what kind of challenges did you have in, in, mm. in weighing this up? I kind of did a big brain some of my questions and then I chose my top five and that I took a while to like reorder them. Uh, but no, like I felt like, yeah, each question has a, has a kind of story and a reason behind it. So okay. yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with my top five. Okay. And you have a you said you, you said you do have some honorable mentions. I don't really have any, but we'll get to those at the end um, and see where we're at. So let's jump into it. What is your number five? So 
I think this is a question generally woman to woman. Okay. Um, but it's like, I really like your bag or I really like your necklace or I really like your dress. Okay. Where did you get it? Where and did you even, get it? Okay. You know, it may sound like it's kind of superficial question, uh-huh. but I think deep down when a woman first meets a woman, like there is that kind of like, there can be a, a kind of weird threatening thing going on, you know, Ooh, like a competitive, man. you know, female of the species stuff. Yeah. And I think this is a way to like be non-threatening. You're saying, I really like this thing about you. Wow. This dress, this piece okay. of jewelry, where did you get it? So it's not really about the piece of jewelry or the dress. You're okay. actually just putting yourself out there saying, I, I'm not a threat in any way. Mm-hmm. I want to try and be your friend. I want to get to know you. Um, and even though it's physical appearance, but I do think women do dress up for each other. Correct. Um, um yeah it's like it's showing you are safe it's showing you're not competitive and you're not threatening i mean i I guess i could say that to a member of the opposite sex like oh i like your tie but i probably that it's probably more of a woman to women question fascinating so basically you declare yourself an ally by saying like great top great hat great bag whatever yeah you just find a thing and and maybe that item especially i'd try and pick the most interesting item Mm -hmm. uh something preferably I did really like genuinely like that item and not like just <laughs> so you're not just lying to them <laughs> uh, but like and hopefully there be, could be a story behind that item you know like yeah. especially if they're wearing it at a party like because I think we are well, in the it's like we are working a room at, at a party yeah. yeah so you're talking about like uh clearly the feature that they decided to lead with right like yeah. like you must have made a decision to wear that skirt which is very loud or whatever yeah. Um, okay, so real quick, mail take is I have heard before, and this is huge advice, is if you make a specific, so as a, as a guy, if you make a specific compliment to a woman, so a specific compliment, as in that is a great hat, that is a nice purse, your shoes look great, that is not in any way a advance or like a come on. If you say you look great or cute hat or uh, your shoes, you know, make you look cute. Yeah, adding right? an adjective in there. That that actually becomes a an advance or a oh. come on, right? So if you, so it's kind of interesting. You said like, not saying like you look great today, which is not actually a direct alliance statement, like from woman to woman. But I think it's a it was a huge piece of advice to me because I think as a you know as a married very happily married guy, like sometimes it's helpful to see someone's like man like great skirt your skirt looks great and that's like okay right you can say that and that's a that's a safe compliment but you have to be specific right it's very important that you be very specific otherwise otherwise it can be a confused statement and and you're saying so you're saying it's really the same thing kind of woman to woman like because if you just said like oh i love how you look today that could be read as like passive aggressive yeah and it's not very it's not very personal and I right. feel like it's not like this is all about getting to know someone. Okay. And I'm hoping that they're, they're going to be like, yeah, I got this, you know, this amazing store. I got this when I was on vacation or, you know, or my best friend gave me these earrings, you know, and then you've got another thing to build upon. I mean, and, and I think that's all these questions are, are, are not just about this, this question. It's about the next question. Right. It's about, 
how much information you, am I going to get out of you so I can then like get in there and find out more. Right. Yeah. Good point. So you're saying the, where'd you get it is kind of the leading question that gets you to a next step. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. these are the questions we've already done. Hi, I'm Helen. I'm Levi. So we've right. done like the name or how yep. are you? Yep. This is the next question that's hopefully going to get us some more information about that, that person. Correct. So mine, it, my number five is what do you actually do for work? So, so people will say their title, like everyone has the first answer. Yeah. Like mine, it, just for me as an example, what do you actually do for work? I would say insurance sales. Okay. And then so, well, if someone said, what, well, what does that actually mean? And I've, I actually have used this on, on Johnny, actually your husband as an example, because he yeah. has said something I didn't understand, like energy management or something. He's <laughs> like, I, the, the I architect like, yeah i literally don't know it means nothing. i have no clue but, he, <laughs> but honestly <laughs> to a lot of people like insurance sales doesn't mean anything either and i say so what do you actually do like what does your day look like mm. and i always say what do you actually do and um like for me it would be like actually i'm a incredibly high-end customer service person like there's 90 people that if they call my cell phone i have to answer that's what my day actually looks like right and johnny was like i actually manage like 10 people and deal with crap between the people above me and the people below me. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's what he actually does. And that to me is a really helpful question because I think a lot of people have like titles that don't actually mean anything to someone who doesn't understand what they mean, you know? And um, so that's what I want to know is like, what is your, what does your literal day look like? That's the question I've asked a bunch of times. Yeah. And I think some people's job titles are really boring and you can just Correct. get put off by them and go yeah. like, Oh, you're an accountant. Like, yeah what do I ask next or someone <laughs> what's the, what's the move what's the move from here <laughs> or like oh you work oh, someone says I work in IT which is so vague yeah means nothing <laughs> it also means nothing so yeah no I like I like that question I didn't actually have any job related questions but um but now because I thought job questions were a bit boring or maybe yeah. a bit judgy but no I think mm. what, what do you actually do or how do you spend most of your time earning a living? Right. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a good question. What's your number four? Um, it, how was your journey here? <laughs> it's such a British thing to say. Yeah, that, that means nothing British to me. are obsessed with travel and traffic and knowing places. So it's all about identity and this kind of small talk. So, you know, did you take this route? Or how did you get here? Or did you come by train or by taxi and like, it kind of says more about the person, their attitude towards their life, as in like the traffic was really bad or, um, or you know, or just took forever to get here. Oh, it was fine. And like, I took my usual route, you know? Yeah. So it's, it reveals more about whether someone is like impatient or whether they're quite relaxed or, or just how well they know their way around in whatever place you are um, and kind of what that says about them. So yeah, like, how's your journey here? It, it seems like a very nothingy question. Okay. It's a bit like talking about the weather, but actually okay. it's kind of one of those, like, I just want to find out a bit more about what kind of person you are without, like, being super direct. Okay. So you're, look, you're looking for a... It's a very a... British thing. Okay. Do you, have you used it in the States when you've been here, or...? How's your journey here? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, you could even, you could, even when someone arrives at the airport and you pick them up, Okay. You can still ask that question. How was your flight? Okay, okay. How was your flight? How was your journey? You know, like, 
wherever someone's come from it's just that kind of like opening okay. opening question yeah um, that's a good one it does show like a little bit of genuine concern for them kind yeah. of like yeah that's a good one i, but I, I um the british are obsessed with travel and traffic because yeah. i think just a densely populated little island right uh, it's more i think that's kind of what it says about like us and like sometimes we just can't be bothered to take a trip because we know it's going to take so long right right uh, right yeah in la in la we have places. like we have friends um you know who live on the other side of of town as in we live on the north side of la and there's friends who, who live on the south or or east side and it's like you, you have multiple options of routes that you could take between here and there. And then that's definitely a question that we ask, but that's, that is really like, kind of like a next level warm up question before we get to like, okay, how are you really doing? You know, it'd be, yeah. like, it'd be like, Hey, glad you're here. Hey, have a glass of water. Hey, how was the trip? All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. You took this freeway. Okay. Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, it's like the question in between. I think I'm hoping that someone will say something about their trip that like reveals uh, okay. how they're feeling. Like right. almost that the trip is symbolic of their feeling, how the, of their mood at the time. Like, so if it was really slow and really tough, like they've kind of arrived in a very like impatient, like frustrated right. mode, maybe. Yeah, uh, possible. Or possible. Or they might have a great attitude towards like challenging travel. Therefore, mm. they've just still arrived. Like, like oh, I loved it. Top condition, ready to party, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Present. Uh, my number four is where'd you go to high school? And so what I mean is I believe that where you went to high school, which is in, in the States, it's like 14 to 18, mm -hmm. is where you came from, actually. So people, people will move around or even move during high school or they'll go to high school and then go to university and then live somewhere else. Like that was like three different places. But where'd you go to high school is kind of my, it, to me, it's the ultimate question of like, where are you where do you identify as being from, mm -hmm. right? And I think it's a more casual way to say that essentially. So instead of saying like, where do you identify from? I say like, where do you, <laughs> where did you go to high school? Which is a funny question in reverse to me because I homeschooled, but I homeschooled in Simi Valley where I live now. So it's like, that is where I'm from, even though I didn't technically go to high school. I just think like, where did you spend your formative year? You know, it's another way of saying, where did you spend your formative years? So that's definitely a question I've used a bunch of times. Where did you go to high school? Yeah, and so it kind of does imply like your hometown because you're not right. likely to move around in that time. Correct. So much. And like teenagers do not like to be moved in that right. time period in their life. Right. And I think it's like a it's a more casual way to ask what is your hometown, right? Because yeah. what is your hometown is a confusing question. But like, you know, where did you graduate from, right? Would you identify it? So that's my, and then, then I can judge them from then on, like, oh, okay, from here or there. So I have not all these presupposed feelings about you. <laughs> so that's my, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my question four. What is your question three? How's 2020 been for you so far? Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> it can obviously open up a lot of conversations and go in many different directions. Right. But I'd say equally 2019 was significant for some, like for some people, 2019 wasn't a great year either. Right. Um, and like in, in our circumstances, 2017 was a crazy year for the Roberts family okay. where we 
we moved probably in that year we probably moved like eight or nine times and um, sure. I mean like well we're waiting for our visa in London to come to the US we moved around London like seven times in five months and right. so when we got to the end of 2017 actually just after I met you when it was New Year's I was very happy to ring in 2018 and you know, 2017 was over I'm sure we'll say the same about 2020 <laughs> but like yeah. yeah how's 2020 been for you so far I think like whether if that's a new acquaintance or even if it's someone that you haven't spoken to for a long time um it reveals a lot about someone yeah I think you're saying kind of the same thing as like how is your it's it's a more in-depth like how are you doing lately or like how's your year been Mm -hmm. right it's like so how the last six months been right for you personally but it just if you know you put a more specific number on it obviously this year is is unique for everyone but that's good yeah I, I guess I would say what's your yeah what's your year been like and sometimes you only see people once a year right right at a totally. party at a gathering at a wedding yeah. or whatever yeah I think how's 2020 has been for you has been like like across the board, like I've used it professionally today, you know, like how was, how's your year gone? It's like, yeah, fine or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a good one for sure. I think, uh, like it, oh my sorry. God. No, you go ahead. I, I think um, like we're in seasons as well. I mean, we're like even going into a new season now, even within this crazy year. So it's, it's also like a similar question. I've been thinking about asking people like, you mm. know, how's this like whole back to school going, you know, like right. moving into this, a new season. And I think it, yeah, it's like an affirmation of where you're all at so that you can like kind of work out where you're going as even in that conversation, like you've yeah. got a sense of direction. Yeah. No, it's, I love emotional, it. yeah. it's emotional mood again, isn't it? Like mm. I asked about journey or whether, you know, I think, even where you're asking people where they went to high school, there's something about their identity there. You kind of, you want them to reveal more and like what that means, like yeah. what, that, what that hometown, what the high school experience means. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're trying, we're trying to measure these people at a very fast rate, right? Like, yeah. how can I quickly try to, you know, pretend that I understand who you are? Um, which is funny, again, I'm saying this again and it feels like a big dichotomy because like we're asking very probing questions like we care about them which we do but we also are very interested because we want <laughs> we want information on them for ourselves you know <laughs> it's like, I, I see a there's a uh, there's a big trade-off here um anyway okay so my number three this is one of my favorite ones so I, I would say there's a space between my top three and my bottom two um so my top three number three is what is a stronger emotion for you, uh, winning or losing? So Ooh. I've asked, I've, I use this question. This is definitely one of my strangest, like out of left field cards that I'll play in a situation. Like if, like if the, if the, if the conversation's dead, but you got a, you got a, you got a moment, right? You got a moment. It's like, okay, got to play another card. This is the first card I go to. So we've, we've, we passed any sort of frivolity. Okay. Yeah any sort of uh, like standard things. And I go to, hey, you know, so-and-so, 
what is a stronger feeling for you? Do you love to win or hate to lose? Okay, do you love to win or hate to lose? And there's, you, can, you have to pick one. I feel like all people are, it, it, to me, it's a fun question because all people are divided down that side, like love to win or hate to lose. So I'm a love to win person. Helen, what are you? Do you love to win or hate to lose? What's a stronger feeling? I think I hate to lose more than like love to win. I mean, of course I love to win, but, but then the feeling of failure or being wrong. Yeah. I mean, especially with being married to my husband who thinks he's always right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I, I hate to lose. I mean, I hate to be wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. That's fine. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm looking for. I just, I love that question. It's like, you know, do you basically, do you have a high loss tolerance or a, you know, or a really low loss tolerance is like yeah. something I want to know about someone. But those two things are so inextricably like connected as well that, you know, it's that tension that the dissonance between like, like I'm fascinated by like comedy and tragedy, you know, how you can just be like, crying with laughter yet you're kind of crying you know yeah yes. like how those emotions are so close together and like winning and losing and also like such high emotion mm -hmm. so much to lose or so much to gain yeah no i think uh i just yeah again i love that question and the, the thing about that question is that it actually decides what side of the soccer field you play on or the football field for any english listeners um yeah because if you hate to lose, you're a defender. If you love to win, you're an attacker. Oh. That's, you have to find your highest motivation. Interesting. I mean, you're a very competitive person, Eli. I mean, I but feel I, like I, I am. I yeah. And in some ways, I think we're judging each other right now, but who's got the better question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, but I don't mind losing. I don't mind losing. I love winning. I don't mind losing. I don't, I could, oh. I have a, I could lose all day, every day. I just really like it when I win. I'm a high volume player so i'll just play more than everyone else to prove that i've won more than anyone else even though i've also lost more than anyone else <laughs> <laughs> i'm really intrigued to see that question played out at, in a social gathering there i want to witness that sometime i've used that's the, again that is a <laughs> that's the card i use when you've got either you're in a one-on-one -on -one or a three you know less than five five or less group and the, the situation's dead yeah right nothing no one's going anywhere Okay. All right. Here's my question. Boom. Hey, so-and-so, you know, I pick someone in that group. Do you, what's a stronger feeling for you? Do you love to win or hate to lose? I think that also reveals a sense of responsibility for a group too. Like in what you were saying when conversation is dead and you feel like you need to put something in there to oh, lift whoa. it up. And well, yeah, I, think, I am definitely the performing monkey all the time. Yeah. But you yeah. also feel responsible for a group, you know, like, yes people are having a nice time or like they're sitting at your table and they're having, you know, they're enjoying themselves and, you know, conversation and like, is very much a part of that. Like you feel responsible for the conversation. Right. So you're going to spark it up again when it, yes. when it does yes. that. Definitely. I, <laughs> I would, again, I would wonder like there's a balance of like, while I do care about the people in the group, I'm also bored at the moment that I asked that question and I'm looking for, something that makes that is interesting to me some stimulation do you do you find it easier to ask these questions when you're hosting or do you think that it's easier when you're a guest mm, solid question um i think it 
I really think it's both because I think you can find yourself in that kind of scenario either way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm either I'm either the host kind of trying to buzz around, you know, get into a group that's being quiet and ask them and then kind of drop a bomb like that question and help you know help them to start talking, or I'm being a guest in which I'm again, you know, wanting to help whatever conversation I'm in, I guess. Help, you know, help slash get more interested from myself. Yeah. <laughs> in whatever conversation I'm in. Have you ever been put on a, a table at a wedding to be the sociable person? Yes. Like, yeah, me, so uh, many multiple, times. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, you know, I hope there are definitely people that will listen to this podcast and be like, dang it, that's what we totally what we did to Levi. <laughs> like, I know exactly. Yeah. We, we've carried many a wedding table, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is your. It's a typical uh, extrovert thing. It is. Yeah. Um, what is your number two? It's, sim- it's kind of similar to your high school one, but is where is home for you? Okay, yeah. So, because I think home can mean many different things to different people, and it usually just opens up the whole conversation about origins, upbringing, family. Right, right. Because um, it's not always a place. Sometimes it's like being in a group of people, being just family. I mean, for me, I think, well, we have obviously talked about this before, but like yeah. belonging, home, Home for me is very much just like Johnny, my husband, my two children, Henry and Bella. We're home yeah. just as a family unit. So it doesn't matter where we are. It's just that sense of connection now, especially like we live in a country away from the rest of our family. And our right. family's all over the world. So yeah, home to me is just us. But, right. but to meeting all sorts of people, home can mean very different things. And, and some people will go, well, I'm living here right now, but actually home is like, is still where I grew up with my parents or, and you know, so then you, some, you get some storytelling. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, like, I think that's, that, that's a more direct, deeper version of like, where did you go to high school? Because I'm kind of like, I'm kind of saying like, where do you identify from? And you're saying, where is home now? You know, mm-hmm. where is home to you? And that could definitely be two different places. Um, but yeah, you're, look, you're looking for a deeper response, right? You're saying like, yeah, it's, you know, whatever. It, 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 you know, where, wherever so-and-so is, or it's here, it'll always be here or whatever. Mm. And I think when people travel and like, you know, end up in different relationships that are, you know, cross-country, international, et cetera, like right. there's always this, ongoing like negotiation meaning of like where you belong and where home is i think right so, right yeah lots of lots of fodder for there's, learning yeah, more about people there's, yeah there's so many directions to go from that question um what about you, you? what's your number two my number two is desert island foods which is a game i play and i'm not sure actually if i played it with you but i have a um, note on my phone which is a collection of the five foods that you can take with you to a desert island. And I've asked like 80 people on my phone. So you pick five, the rules are you pick five foods and they refresh every day. Um, It can't, the only, it can't be like a combination of ingredients except if it's bread or pasta. So, and you get water and salt. So those are the rules of the game. Again, this this is basically a game that I play with people if I know them or not. I say, okay, you get water, you're on a desert island, you get water and you get salt and you can pick five foods. Um, you can't pick like 
spaghetti, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, because that would count as spaghetti Two. and meatballs. Um, you, you know, you can't pick like a cow, you can't pick an animal. Um, you have to pick five items. So mine like five is ingredients. Yeah. Yep. So mine is a ribeye steak, uh, broccoli, blue cheese, bananas, and Shiraz. Ooh. That's my that's my five foods. And again, yeah, drinks drinks are included. Again, you get water and salt. I'm trying to find my list because I want. Uh, if you do, you want to play right now, or do you want to do this another time, or? <laughs> I think about it more. Oh, it should just go from my gut feeling. Yeah, okay, I would say so just just pick like your five. Avocado. Yep, very popular. Um, okay, Brie. Also popular, good. Um, I think salmon because I could have it raw or cooked. Yep. Especially if it's fresh. Um, Brie is a is a good choice. It's like not that versatile. It smells so good. I'd go for like the crust, crusty bread, crusty, crusty crusty bread's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably need some kind of. So now you have it. You get well. You also you also can I have a condiment? No. No. So you also have a decision right here because you picked for avocado brie, uh, salmon, and crusty baguette. Is you have no alcohol of any kind or alternative drink besides water at the moment which is okay you make you know we all make different choices uh, right now avocado brie salmon and baguette is your option mm. you just red wine <laughs> <laughs> see that's the issue Are we okay? <laughs> yeah yeah uh there's um let me find a, a um jen wobbles and Jen, if you're listening, you can uh, text me with your update. But Jen, oh no, Jen used to have, uh, she must have updated, she used to have two drinks. But Jen Wubbles, just on, as an example, and this was a couple years ago, was scotch, potatoes, asparagus, dark chocolate, and cheddar. So, okay. an example. Um, anyways, I could go on all night because we have such a long list of these. But yeah, the five, the, fi the Desert Island Five Foods is, is a, that's a, a question I've used many times. That's great. I've thought about like um, last meals, like on death row. It's essentially the same thing because I'm saying yeah. like my last meal is the meal that I'm designing, right? Yeah. In that in that thing, I could, it's just something I could not get tired of eating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could never get tired of eating sushi, but that would be like so many components. So I went with a few of them. But yeah, raw wow. salmon is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very good. Yes, that's my number two. So what is your number one getting to know you question? How did you meet? So I like, I think this is really, so it's more meeting a couple. How did you meet? Right. Uh, I prefer it for old people. So like people who are like 70, 80, 90, I just think they love reminiscing about how they met. They go right back to their youth. You know, you're kind of asking them to go back at least 50 years in their life. Right, right. And I think making people go back to when they're younger um, is like, is really wonderful. Like there's such a sense that you're like going to time capsule and, and they're going to take you there in their story. Um, yeah. And I just think older people do love talking about their younger years and back in the day. Yeah. So you're immediately just giving them this rich opportunity to like share a story about themselves. Um, a lot of the time with older people, they don't, always get 
to talk about themselves, you know, because they can be talking to a younger person and asking a lot about the younger person. They think that the younger person is more interesting than that, than them. That's probably, I just don't think that's true at all. I think old people are great. They have a ton of stories, so much wisdom, humor, experience. And a lot of them are so old, they just don't care anymore. So yeah, there's just like can be no filters and censorship. So I love those conversations, meeting as when, and when you meet a, like a couple, they've been married, you know, they could be married for like 50 years. And so yeah. they've just got, they've been together for so long. Yeah. They've got so much to share. So I just love that. How did you meet? Because you just get these, I've, every time I've asked that question for like an older couple, you just, and sometimes they're both talking at, at once and they're trying to, you know, they both want to tell the story. Um, and I think that's really gorgeous when mm. older people are like going, oh, no, let me, let me say this. So, yeah, that's my favourite question. And, mm. and for sure you could ask that of a younger couple, but yeah. it's, it's just not so interesting, I think, when people are younger. Right. You know, what's funny is I think your number one is very good. It, it's also like classic. My number one is also classic. Like it's not, I think like my other, our other questions are like more interesting in a way, you know, like, but I, yeah, I agree that that's, that's a great question. How did you meet? Even for people who are dating, like, you know, how did, yeah, I don't think they need to be old. I think it's an interesting question for young people, yeah. you yeah. know, like tell me your relationship story. Um, but yeah, I think that I love asking an older couple because it's also like a history, you know, it's like a time travel thing. Like at, you're asking them to go back to, you know, some magic time that they had, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm. And I think a lot of the time they can remember that better sometimes than their, like, right. than their then, most recent memories. Yeah, than like a month ago. So mine's uh, equally boring. <laughs> so, what's uh, what's your life story like which is what's your life story is not an easy question to land right no. like i but basically again imagining that you're trying to feel each other out maybe you've gotten past the you've gotten past like the preliminary questions right you know the the, the niceties and then again if there's a pause it, it, I, and i if i can feel it in the person that I, that they're okay to answer this one i will hit okay, give me, you know, your life today, to date, right? <laughs> so I'll be like, I've, I've done it a few times. And Jess will actually, Jess will get mad at me because I'll kind of go into interview mode. Like, because I will literally go, oh, what I've done before is, I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize. I'm about to ask you like six questions in a row. I'm like, okay, <laughs> where were you, where were you born? Where did you go to high school? What was your first job? Like, I'll kind of hit a bunch of them. And I'm kind of trying to like quickly build a resume. And like, rarely i'll even say like what's your life story like could you, could you give it to me now like what's your entire speech so i don't know that's my favorite getting to know you. i mean i guess kind of a cheat it, it's because it's my favorite getting to know you question because it's like literally tell me everything about yourself right now but <laughs> but but that's the one i love the most when i get a chance to use it i think i'm very similar johnny actually has a name for it it's called the hellenic inquisition <laughs> 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 so it is it's more like 20 questions it's just right. quick yeah quick fire it is like yep. an interview i am gonna grill you i'm gonna yes. find out as much yep. as possible about, about so, you like okay. just so because you know i'm what jess always it. what jess always accuses me of is i'm interviewing like todd lindeblad does she'll say like you're doing a todd lindeblad because todd todd will do the same thing to someone he just knows or, or even just as a catch-up he'll just like quick rapid fire questions and that's uh so basically what's your life story is that's my again i think it's number one because it's 
the, the right answer, but it's not particularly like the deepest or most in, you know, in, uh, insightful question that, that I have listed here, but that's obviously my favorite getting to know you question. I think, yeah. And I think it's also like the art of listening. Like sometimes right. we can want to just be jumping to the next question without absorbing the response of the, you know, the one before. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> we've got such eagerness to get to know people that we it's like it can what things can wash over us yeah it's like um, i want to i want to catch up as fast as possible yeah yeah definitely no i think that's i think it's a great question and i um it's bold but i think mm. actually as extroverts and as kind of being in this age where we just I think we just want to be more confident, I think, in our, in how we get to know people. We right. can be bold with these questions and just yeah. go for it. Yeah, I don't have time. I mean, like, there's not enough time to, to uh, <laughs> be polite, to tiptoe around, you know, it's like, let's just get to it. All right, let's do our, anyways, that, that was our top five. That's, that was really fun. What, um, can you go five to one again, your, your, your top five? Yeah, so my five was, I really like your bag, certain piece of jewelry, piece of clothing. Where did you get it? Number four, how was your journey here? Number three, how's 2020 been for you so far? Number two, where is home for you? Mm -hmm. And number one, how did you meet? Awesome. Mine was, number five was, where do you act, what do you actually do for work? Number four is where did you go to high school, which that's kind of the one we share by number four and your number two. Um, number three is what's a stronger emotion for you? Do you love to win or hate to lose? Number two is what are your desert island foods? And number one, what is your life story? So we share one, but I think, yeah, all those are great, great questions. Do you have any um, honorable mentions, ones you didn't include? I actually don't. I can't, I couldn't think of anything. Um, um, today. I think that they are connected like a seasonal question is like how's your summer been or have you yeah. got vacation plans you know mm, vacation plans is of, a good one yeah. you know it kind of just opens up like conversations about travel that's very yeah. safe you know like it's this whole thing like don't talk about politics don't talk about religion like right, right, right. you know you can talk about health and the weather but like they're really boring really right right um health health don't ask a health related question you could go down a whole rabbit hole <laughs> yeah so if you had and COVID get the yet? hypochondriacs yeah um, yeah um i think stage of life like so are you studying or working at the moment mm -hmm. like yeah. but that's generally a question to people in their late teens early 20s you know like but meeting those people sometimes you're like i'm not sure how old you are so i'm gonna go with this question mm -hmm. and see whether you know I can gauge kind of how old you are and where you're at. So yeah, wanting to know someone's life stage. Uh, that was one of my questions. Mm -hmm. um, and I also asked, <laughs> this is a big reject, what's your parenting style? And I realized that's <laughs> a really bold question. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously only applies to parents, but yeah, that, yeah, that's a, kind of a tough one, no matter what. It was a tough one. It was a big reject, but I did put it down there and I had a bit of a laugh about it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that's like a third, fourth, fifth time you're hanging out with someone. Yeah. Question. Like, do you smack your, <laughs> do you smack your children? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if we are So, <laughs> how do you guys discipline? Um. 
cool. Yeah, yeah those, so they were my yeah they were my uh, my other reject questions, but um, yeah, I'd like to like practice some of these more. I just feel like we we haven't got enough opportunity to meet new people. At the I moment. know. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get gotta get out of this pandemic, and we can get these get these questions back to work. Uh, cool. So let's do that. Was that was super fun? I I think uh, yeah, it, it, perfect perfect topic to talk with you about as uh, yeah. we know we're both. Um, uh, we both love to work a room. I think we need to host a party and just invite a random selection of people. And then mm-hmm. like we, we, you and I will just really go for it. And then like, yeah. compare notes as, at the end. end get as many evening. answers, get as many answers as we can to these questions. Yeah. And see who we know better. Make it a competition. That's what, I like that. I like, I like when we Yeah. Can and then we can like, have a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> at the end. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do, what are you eating lately? We're going to do, what are you listening to lately? Because you don't have any sports takes a parent corner and then i forgot to tell you at the beginning we're gonna do what do you want to plug which will we'll plug we'll plug the podcast let's do what do you want to plug first we're going to plug the podcast that we work on together which is a little faith you can find it wherever you find your podcasts or wcfoundation.org slash podcasts and helen and i work uh do that together we interview different people and um you should listen to it do you have any other things you want to say about a little faith or anything else you want to plug um no i think little faith is great i mean i just love meeting <laughs> new people in little faith just like meeting people at parties um right if anyone's listening to this and they are thinking well i would love to be on a little faith then get in touch with me and levi because we want to meet new, more new people and hear about your life story and your faith story yeah yeah we're talking on zoom and i just like nodded emphatically as if people could <laughs> could hear me doing that but yes <laughs> i i def- definitely if you want to if you have a story you want to tell on a little faith, we would love to hear about it. So we mixed up the order. That was our, what do you want to plug? Now, what are you eating lately, Helen? I've, I've just like started to buy like jerky, mm. like a lot. And I've been just eating, snacking on jerky. I don't know why. I just must have a little craving for it. But I've also been eating Korean beef. Like, I feel like that every week, one of my midweek meals is like I cook Korean ground beef in a kind yep. of Korean style. Mm-hmm. Have it with rice and like a cucumber salad. So good. So I, I love jerky. I think it's good because it's satisfying. Like not only is it tasty and salty and sweet sometimes, but it's like it also will fill me up for the 45 minutes or an hour that I need it to. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess so, so, it's, so it's new to you though, the jerky thing. Like have you yeah, been a jerky buyer in the past? American thing. Um, yeah, that, that, that was my question. Is it is it British really? Beef no. Jerky? No, yeah. it's something I very much associate with a North American thing. And it's something right. I also associate with, like, on a grocery store shop, mm-hmm. like, being hungry. And, okay. like, I want to kind of grab a snack because I've got all this food in my cart. And then I've got to get it in my car. And then I've got to get home. I don't know when my next meal is going to be, etc. Like, oh, but I just need to buy a snack in the store to keep me going. And I think jerky is, like, my go-to yes. snack. Yes, yep like yeah. grab at the grocery store to kind of get me through to the point that I can eat something else. Yeah, no, it's, I love it. I mean, I actually, so, uh, again, no one can see our zoom call, but if you're, if you're in my, if you're in my office right now, I can literally, <laughs> I could literally reach over to a, to a drawer that I have. Like, I, again, you can't, no one else can see, but I just reached to my right, open the drawer and I, it's, it's empty right now, but I usually have a bag of jerky, like right here. Like it is absolutely my, my work snack. Is yeah. jerky. It's currently empty, but. And Ruth, um, Link, Ruth Link used to bring me jerky as just like a little gift when she used to oh, visit. Oh, nice. 
especially like when she first was visiting and I particularly like like a teriyaki flavor that's got a little bit of pineapple in I think the pineapple so good so good yeah with all the other spices makes it I think if it didn't have the pineapple in like it wouldn't be as good so yeah yeah that would be my go-to flavor um so what I've been eating lately is beans which is really funny but it's in my diet that I've been doing over the last couple of weeks, uh, the four hour body diet allows for beans and you're supposed to eat it two or three meals a day. And I've like never, I've eaten beans like one or two meals a week, basically. So I've been eating so many beans, which are good. Like beans are tasty and um, like pretty high in protein. And it's like the only carbohydrate that's allowed in the diet. Um, and I definitely, and the other fun thing is Pippa will like crush beans. So we're definitely going to try to increase beans in our diet moving forward. It's great. I mean, there's yeah. such a great source of protein and there's like so many different types of beans. Yeah. So that's the comment your, on what's beans. What's your go-to bean? <laughs> what kind of bean, what's your favorite kind of bean to eat at the moment then? So, so it's a toss up between pinto and black beans. Like Trader Joe's has them both uh, mm. canned, which are delicious. And they're both really good, like in the morning or at lunch or at dinner. Um, so I have or garbanzo. Tough call. Ooh, I think I got to do a ranking beans episode. Ranking beans. I, we, it will actually be really tough. And uh, I would go with black beans. I mean, I just think with Mexican food, it's so hard good. to beat. Hard to beat. But and I really think beans. Trader Joe's when they've got extra flavor in them, like they've got Tra- correct, the Cuban, yeah, Cuban black beans from Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. Now so and good. and really props to to your to your home country. Um, like beans for breakfast is not something that's done in the U.S. And I think it's actually great. Like I really like my days that start with beans. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to like, use that quote in the description of the episode. I really like my days that start with beans. But um, You've got a condiment there with the sauce, the kind of, you know, the tangy tomato sauce that's already like there to help. Yeah, yeah. Flavors. Um, and we also love beans on a, jack- a baked potato. Like that can be a meal too in England. Um I've served it up a few times in New Jersey where we've had a lot of people around like a hot potato, like a baked potato bar and like be- baked beans in a sauce is like one of the options with cheese on top. And everyone's like, wow, this is so good. But I would, I'd always have this as a side, but actually it can be a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Love beans. Um, so what are you listening to lately? That's the music we're going to talk about. Well, I, uh, the other night I watched, um, I still believe. So you know the mm-hmm. story about Jeremy Camp. Um, yep. We yep. went out for dinner with James and Ruth and Rabado the other week, and we were talking. They were talking about how much they loved Jeremy Camp, and they were saying that the last time they went to the movies before lockdown was to watch that movie. And so I'd seen the trailer, and I thought, you know, I might just watch that. I think Johnny was out, so I was like, I just can watch this by myself. And I was, I think, I was really touched by the story, and I really liked that song find me in the river which i think mm-hmm. is originally by delirious mm-hmm. um but lots of people covered it so i've just been listening like today particularly while i've been in the car i've been listening to find me in the river and like different versions because i'm just i'm really i've just been really struck by that song mm. um so it's got a lot of depth to it i'm a huge jeremy camp fan which is t- totally due to james abato from when i lived there even he's been a fan for a long time um but yeah, that's an that's an amazing story. Um, I've been listening to the Oh Hellos. So the Oh Hellos is a brother and sister kind of kind of Christian band. Uh, they talk a lot about spiritual things, and um, and they're like a pretty big band. And a big band is in like nine or ten pieces, and they just put out a new EP, 
which is very, very good. Um, they also have probably the best Christmas album. So if you're getting into the Christmas music coming up, the Oh Hello's Family Christmas album, they call it, is wonderful. It's like four parts. It's only four tracks, yeah. but it's about 30 minutes long, and it's perfect. I'm going to check right, it out. I'm yeah. almost ready for holiday music. Like I know. I'm, I'm getting feel a bit pretty, full. pretty close to in the mood. Yeah. Uh, what, what is your parent corner? Um, I, I think like with the time I actually became a parent like mm-hmm. was when I had Henry, my first mm-hmm. child. And I had a crazy quick labor that was like two hours. And Henry arrived in my leggings in the hospital hallway. Whoa. And... They literally, we only just got there in time and they pulled down my leggings and they handed me this baby. And I was like, whoa, what on earth has just happened to me? So that was like my crazy parenting story. Yeah, that's, yeah. It was wild. I'm actually surprised as if I haven't heard that story before, but it it is, uh, it is insane. And I just remember like being in the, on the ward, like for a couple of days after. And I think like I was just the talk of the ward, like the midwives just kept talking about this woman, this crazy Sheesh. woman who, who, who had a baby in her leggings. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you've also, you've obviously, you've seen the YouTube of Seth Meyers talking about his child being born. Cause it's like the same story. Like his wife had her baby in her pants. Basically. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. So Seth Myers, late night okay. host. He was I'll check lit, it out. His wife, uh, same story. Uh, my parent corner is Pippa's really into ballet dancing. She has ballet dresses and then she asks to put on ballet music. And then obviously asks me to, she, what's funny is due to uh, Daniela Ballerina on YouTube, she actually knows like ballet moves. Like she says, okay, daddy, arabesque. And it's like, <laughs> I, love it. it's, I know it's really hard not to, because I, I just really have to support it, you know, but it's hilarious. So that is, that's been a good time around our house. Uh, just the, just the ballet focus. So good. I did ballet for four years and really loved it. Um, yeah. I got to get, we got to get her into it when we can, you know, when we can be in crowds of people again. Yeah, t- totally. Like the Zoom ballet is a bit boring. You definitely mm. kind of need to be in a room. Uh, and like, I think. I think Pippa as well would need the, uh, she would like need the accountability in the space. Yeah. And like a big mirror along the wall and yeah, frozen, yeah. frozen music blaring out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Helen. Thank you for doing this with me. This is, uh, you know, it's, it, it's fun to talk finally with someone who I feel like I at least can relate on the topic i usually am doing this show with someone who's way better at it than me and i think you're probably still better at you know working a room than me but it's pretty pretty fun to figure out our uh tough at getting to know you questions yeah we yeah yeah we need to you're we right. need to have a competition we need to figure, to figure out the test figure out the test so if you're listening to this episode and you get an invite uh in the mail maybe in six months to a year's time to a special <laughs> party you'll know you, you'll know there will be a test after (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks Helen have a great night take care bye-bye